0: Yes, okay, cool. Okay, everybody, welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is episode three of a Heaven series that we're doing on uh, this Andover Baptist Church podcast, something we're trialing out, and uh, we're grateful that you're sticking with us if this is day three for you tuning in. And um, today we are continuing this idea of um, hope, and the difference that how we think about heaven and what is to come makes for the hope that we can have right now. And um, y- if you listen to the last episode, we started talking about some of the more difficult sides of this, some uh, what it means for suffering, what it means for difficulty. We're going to continue some of that today. So welcome to the podcast. Start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, but uh, you know, we want it to be real and we want it to actually Absolutely. make a difference to your life. So there's no point. You know skirting around this stuff is there really no 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 and um, who are you who am i Who am i I keep forgetting to tell people uh well i'm becky and uh i uh, i get to do this role called uh next steps leading at uh, andover baptist church was really exciting we're really passionate about the idea that everybody has a next step that they can take on their faith journey and wherever you're at on your faith journey um we want to help you to take that next step and you may not even think that you're beginning a faith journey yet in which case well done for taking the step to listen to this podcast that's really cool that you're being curious and yeah like exploring some stuff so we're yeah. glad you're listening. Yeah. And uh who are you Chris? Yes.
1: so I'm Chris and I get to lead the team uh at ABC which I love and uh we have a great team here and um it's a, it's a great joy and uh, yeah I'm been really excited about this series we're doing on a Sunday uh, morning in our services or could be Sunday anytime or could be anytime when people catch up with it later on on demand on YouTube uh, about heaven but very quickly recognized as I was preparing I'm uh, doing 3 talks in that series in our services that there was way more that we need to unpack and in particular uh, what it means to live with the hope of heaven in our lives now. And that feels to me really important, something we don't talk about much around churches and in Christian circles, but something that's totally life-changing if we start to do it. So I'm really grateful for this podcast as an opportunity to unpack that and that people are joining us to, I hope, um, find out how we can live with the hope of heaven in our lives. And I hope that it's really accessible to people no matter where they are, on that kind of journey of faith, whether they've been Christians for years or exploring what yeah. Christians believe about something, can I open up today with asking you a question? Which I haven't prepped you for, so I might yeah, like totally on. throwing you in the deep <laughs> end here. But I, I wonder: Have you ever met somebody who's going through something like really difficult in their lives, but but who you so admire for how they're? keeping going through it maybe if they're a person of faith how they're holding on to their faith in the midst of it and actually that's like been an inspiration to you yeah. have you ever met people like that in your absolutely. life okay. absolutely absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. um mm. i uh i mean it's incredible it's almost like it you know i'll be really honest it uh, almost makes you feel a bit bad right? actually when you see somebody who actually is really going through it and yeah. i'm thinking of one particular woman um who was part of uh, the church i grew up in who uh, had very sadly had terminal cancer mm-hmm. and um she was absolutely incredible and she was full of actual joy um all the way throughout yeah. her cancer journey and and um and sadly she she did eventually pass away mm-hmm. but she left this incredible legacy behind her of her tremendous faith and yeah. The midst of it and to encourage others in she would encourage others in their yeah. faith as she went through it yeah. and it really you know sometimes looking at her i would it would really sort of kind of sink very deeply into me like wow like i need to get some perspective yeah like and, and i need some of what she's got because she if she's managing to push through just seeing her circumstances and see something else then then I I should be able to do that better. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so resonate with that. Yeah. Very similar experience. You know, one of the things I get to do in in my job um, sometimes, sadly, is go to visit people in hospital or who are really going through things. And I can think about a number of people. I've got one lady in mind, particularly as we launch into today's podcast, lovely lady called Carol, very similar situation. And uh, she was bedbound for a long time fighting a terminal cancer She was in hospital towards the end of her life and I went to visit her in hospital and uh, she ended up um, ministering to me. You know, I was there to try and bring some comfort, which hopefully I, I did to some degree. But she, I went away from that visit feeling like I'd been challenged and inspired to grow in my faith I remember saying to her because she she was really quite ill and, and I said oh gosh you know this must be really difficult and she said Chris she said I've got all this time to lie here and talk to God and I think of all the things that I want to say thank you to God for all the things I'm grateful for all the people I want to lift up before God she said I've got this amazing gift and this was how she said it I'm, this amazing gift of time to just be in connection with God and, and it just completely blew me away. And, um, uh, you know, I'm still, she, she sadly passed away. I'm still talking about, her. I've still got her in in my mind. And I think, uh, there's something in what we're going to be talking about today that, uh, somebody like the people we've been talking uh, about, um, that they are modeling for us, the sort of thing that, we're going to talk about this guy, Peter, is writing for us yeah. uh, and what it means to live with that hope yeah. of what comes beyond this yeah. life. So, yeah, yeah, so I'd love for us to dig around in yeah. this uh, these verses that we're going to have a look at today. So, so through the podcast every day, we're picking a different section of the Bible that, that either is something that Jesus said about heaven or some of his closest friends said about heaven, and in particular the hope that we can get from having a perspective on heaven. So, who are we looking into today in terms of where are we finding the author of what we're going to be yeah. looking into today?
0: Yeah so I'm excited for today because um, we're going to be uh, hearing from a guy called Peter. Peter's one of my favorite um, figures in the New Testament, and uh, he was he was a follower of Jesus he was a fisherman, and Jesus called him to a very, very different kind of life and to a new purpose and um, Peter followed Jesus and uh, he he's a really honest figure in the bible he's uh somebody very relatable he goes through his fair share of doubts he's a bit of a letdown at times he's got lots of questions i'm like nerding out already right okay let's get back on track so so peter um he believes he sees Jesus raised from the dead and it changes everything so he begins to take this message out to the world to take the the gospel the good news out to people and peter particularly focused on people who were like him who were jewish who came from a jewish background and uh, but who didn't know about jesus and um uh so he writes this letter to a to it's an interesting letter because it's circ- it's a letter that circulates so it doesn't get written just to one group it's a letter Peter intended to circulate around several groups of people in a in an area called Asia, which would have been called Asia Minor, so it's like modern day Turkey area um and uh he talks about people who are scattered around and he's very much taking on this mindset of uh talking to suffering and persecuted people and 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 talking to his people who are going through some stuff um so it's it's a letter on the edge,
1: yeah. <laughs> excellent Yeah, and we are we so peter wrote two letters yeah we're going to the first one um cunningly called 1 peter just to give us a clue yes. uh that's in the new testament and actually we're going right to the beginning of the letter mm. so do you want to dive in for us read that for us it's uh, yeah. 1 peter chapter 1 uh we're looking at verses 1 to 7 today so again as we've said through the podcast people want to have it open in front of them however they do that following along great if they'd just rather listen that's great yeah. too so yeah
0: here we go F- far so 1 Peter verse 1. So Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance.
1: <laughs> yeah i want to see this in some emails yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right that <laughs> would be very cool so are there a couple of things we need to yeah i think should
0: we pick out a few words yeah. here because there's straight away so we've got um to god's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces what's going on there
1: yes well thanks for picking that one it's only a Theological issue that's that's challenged people for years and years and years. Um, So Peter is is here, I I think, saying to uh, the people that God uh, has chosen who are following God, uh, who have become uh, followers of Jesus... Uh, but who have been scattered. So um, this could well be uh, Jewish Christians who have been scattered from the centre of the Jewish faith uh, in Jerusalem. It could have been, you know, that that's where the whole kind of Christian movement started in Jerusalem with Peter, interestingly, telling the story of Jesus in a, in a big public setting. Uh, but then with persecution, all that kind of stuff, people had to scatter from there. So they were exiled out and actually... Whilst it was a a, a very negative thing because they were having to scatter because of persecution, they were um, taking Jesus with them. So actually, it sort of pro- propelled the whole movement of Jesus forward much faster because people were were scattered. So people who were following Jesus, who are um, uh, in relationship with God, who have been scattered to different parts uh, of the region that He's talking to, is that fair? Is there yeah. anything else you yeah, should yeah, add that to that? Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Um, and um, pizza then talks about he they've been chosen through the sanctifying work of the spirit what is what's sanctifying
1: yeah yeah good thank you (laughs) so so sanctification is this process uh a posh way of saying this process by which we are people are transformed more into the likeness of jesus and and um we would say and, and and uh um the first followers of Jesus would say that the sort of the goal of the Christian life is to become more like uh, Jesus, to exhibit the qualities that he exhibited. And um, that requires change and transformation in us. The good news is, that we're told that's by the work of the spirit of god the presence of god in us not by our own efforts and energies so i think here he's talking about this work that is going on in somebody who's following jesus through the presence of god at work in their lives to transform people more into the
0: likeness of jesus yeah Yeah, it's good so we're we're trying to ask five questions each time we come to a passage like this and we hope that it also gives you who are listening five questions that you can use when you look at the bible and when you uh study it by yourself or with others um cause sometimes it's difficult to figure out how to do that so we're asking what's the context what's the point what's the difference what's the tweet how could you like boil it down and put it into a couple of sentences and also what's next what yeah. what, what, what should we do with it so um do we need to unpack anything more about the context here, Chris? Uh,
1: I, I don't think so. We've talked about it being the start of the letter. Mm. He starts with what it means to be a Christian, yeah. verses 1 and 2, which we've just talked a little bit about. And then and then Peter kind of he, – he's I think he's setting out a framework in these first few verses about all that is to come in this letter. Mm. And this framework is about recognising who, if you're a Jesus follower, who you are and what that means. Mm. And then he's – like a call to praise God for who God is and what God has done. And that kind of sets the agenda for all that's to come in the letter.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's go on to that then. What, what's the point of what he's saying here? So he, he comes into this idea, starts talking about new birth into a living hope. And then he talks about, we've got this inheritance and it's a kind of inheritance that can't be touched and can't be tainted. And it's kept in Mm. heaven for us. It says we've heard about that idea earlier on in this series. And uh, and then it starts talking about this metaphor of being purified and refined. Um, so, what's the point? What's what's Peter getting at here? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think we hear echoes of what again, what we've already heard about in the first two uh, things of the podcast right I don't know whether you sense that I mean Becky we we talked yesterday about birth and, mm. and about the pains of childbirth mm. but the joy of what's to come uh, after that and again we get that similar kind of language mm. of a new birth into a living hope mm. uh, so there's life I, I think that's really important so I think there's this this point about um, that that um, uh, God gives us uh, hope uh, in Jesus um, because of his resurrection from the dead. So again, uh, the prospect of uh, us being resurrected into into heaven in the future uh, Mm. is not a kind of blind hope. Peter has seen it with his own eyes. So uh, a belief in resurrection Mm. is totally understandable now to peter and not some sort of pie in the sky kind of concept he's seen it he knows it can happen so that living hope that comes from that is there but then i think one of the key points here is about this in all this you greatly rejoice for while you might have had to suffer trials and and grief in all kinds of trials Again, there is this inheritance that is coming, that is waiting. We've had that theme a lot, haven't we? It's been kept for us, mm. that if we turn our eyes to, gives us a perspective on what is currently happening. And actually, uh, that can lead to our rejoicing and praise of God. And that's where I think about my friend Carol, mm. because I think in the midst of the trials, she had her eyes fixed on something more. Mm. And that actually enabled her to rejoice and praise God in the midst of what was going on now. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I read that, she was immediately the person who came to mind when I was thinking about this. And and that seems to me to be the key point that um, because of the hope that is for us in heaven, demonstrated by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, um, we can uh, live a, a life of praise and worship and rejoicing to God in the here and now.
0: Mm-hmm. Even when suffering.
1: Even when uh, we're experiencing the sufferings that come from the groaning we talked about, the groaning and decay of the world we talked about yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, to me, seems to me that that Peter's getting at this idea that even though, you know, these people are obviously going through tough stuff and Mm. presumably that means that they're having things taken away from them that they're losing some things and uh, things are feeling fragile in 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 the here and now, mm. they're realizing the fragility of life. So maybe their some of their relationships are breaking down mm. if they've decided to follow Jesus and others haven't, or maybe their work life is breaking down if people are saying, oh, you you can't be part of us anymore because you're this weird Jesus person and and Paul is kind of contrasting this kind of the suffering that we have now and the fact that things can perish and spoil yeah. and fade now with this idea that what is kept for you in the future is untouchable and yeah. it it can't be touched by the difficulties that are coming against you right now yeah and there's something about that i'm thinking about like we kept talking about this thing that's like being secured for you it's like it's set aside for you it's like it's in the bank and it's behind a vaulted door mm-hmm. and no one can touch that. No one can yeah. take that from you. Nobody can ruin it for you, even as you face stuff that's coming up against you right now. And that's, yeah. I guess he's he's really trying to encourage them with that, isn't it? But whatever's going on, there's something saved for you yeah. that can't be tainted. Yeah. Which is pretty cool.
1: I th- I th- it's brilliant. I love how you've expressed that. I, th- I think that's so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's inspiring me as you as you're talking. Uh, uh, um, he's called us into inheritance that can never perish, spoil. Mm. So, uh, what what we experience now mm. can perish sometimes, can spoil sometimes, can mm. fade sometimes, right? But there's this other inheritance, this this inheritance that's way more than that, way better than that that will never perish or or, Mm. or, um, spoil or fade. And I hear resonances of some of the things that Jesus taught in this about why store up for yourself treasures on earth where rust and moths can kind of destroy eat away when there is this treasure awaiting you in Mm. in heaven. It's the same language or same kind of idea, not same language, same kind of idea here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And that it is being kept for us. Yes. That, you can sort of almost see that in your mind, can't you? That God is there,
0: yeah,
1: like protecting that yes. thing, keeping it just ready for us, yeah, yeah. Like Becky, you know, God, I can hear you, know, you can hear God saying, "Becky, I've got this. This is I've got this cool thing waiting yeah. for you. That's yeah. that's really cool.
0: Yeah. I and love that." It, and it makes sense of the, those people we've talked about. Your friend Carol, the yes. person who inspired me when I was young as well. That um, it's that. As I reflect on it, it's that totally settled assurance yeah. as somebody faces something terrible, yeah. but yet they, it's, yes, they've got joy. Yes, they're worshiping God, but the kind of that, the bedrock of that is this like peace that they've kind of come to a place where they can accept mm. what's going on, mm-hmm. no matter, you know, it's so, it's so painful and it's yeah. so difficult, but it's almost like this settled assurance and and maybe it's about that it's that I know that I know what's in the bank (laughs) like I I know what God's saving for me and and I don't have to that that's not dependent on me and it's not dependent on this working out okay it's dependent on my God who saves it for me yeah yeah so good yeah love that so what is the, tweet. <laughs> the, the this, tweet? This is the tweet. Yeah. This is the this question, is the isn't it? Bit, isn't that it? we yeah. so uh,
1: ha, try this. Yeah. So, if we look forward to the inheritance that God is keeping for us in heaven, it can give us a living hope in the face of the trials and sufferings of this life.
0: Mm. One more time. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've got to remember yeah. it. No. Yeah. If we look forward to the inheritance that God is keeping for us, perhaps we should say in the promise of heaven. Mm. it can give us a living hope in the face of the trials and sufferings of this life.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love the language of a living hope, a hope that has life in it. It's got got some beans. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yes. I mean, Peter. He has, in his great mercy, God's great mercy. He has given us new birth into a living hope mm. through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Mm. And as we keep looking at that, that keeps striking me that again, it it's not a wishful thinking mm. kind of hope for Peter anymore. Mm. Uh, I, I'm not sure that Peter before he had seen Jesus risen from the well, I'm certain uh, mm. that he would not have been expressing this kind of living hope sort of stuff. It, it's grounded in what he has seen with his own eyes yeah. um, in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Yeah. Which once you've seen that, m- helps you understand the, yeah. the promise of, of a resurrection to eternal life yeah. for you too. Yeah. Because you've seen it happen yeah. once.
0: Yeah. And it's a hope, it's a hope that does something in you. And that, that comes all the way back, we talked about it in episode one, that hope produces things in us, that it yeah. produces faith, it produces love, it, it it bears fruit in our lives. Yeah,
1: which um, I think is the, the you know, talking about faith being genuine, the genuineness of your faith, the refining by fire, that kind of stuff. I think that's what that's alluding to, mm. that, that this living hope produces a real, mm. not put on, Genuineness of faith that's gone through difficulties, but has still found a way to cling on to the hope, this living hope that we've been talking about in the midst of it.
0: Yeah, well, mm, mm. that's good. Yeah, it is good, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Let's just end it there.
1: <laughs> no. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, for, for me, the difference question is uh, is the thing that I'm thinking about throughout this actually, but in here, what would it mean for me? to live in the light of this inheritance that's being kept yeah, for me. yeah. And I know that's a kind of a more broad kind of question yeah. that probably is true for the whole series. But I think in this one, what would it mean for me to live, particularly when life is difficult, mm. in the light? C- can I find a way to maintain a trust in and worship of mm. God, Jesus, in, in the midst of the things that life throws at us?
0: Yeah, yeah yeah and i think for me that, that 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 we've we've spoken about it already the thing that's really hitting me today is that um that assurance that it's that god's got it mm. that the future is god's yeah and he's going to give it to me yeah and that means that whatever i'm facing today and whatever i'm trying to get today and whatever I'm trying to sort out today um ultimately what I really need and what I'm really going to need when I can't do more, yeah. is something that God has secured for yeah. me and um there's immense peace in that and in a world of immense pressure yeah. that's really kind of <sighs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> like... and, and I think I I would want to say, if you're not a, a Christian, if you kind of you're exploring faith, you've stumbled yeah. across this podcast, or you're, for whatever reason you're listening to it, um, uh, what what I hope that you'll be finding is this is what God offers. This is what Christians should be believing in. Mm. Um, so even if you don't believe it yet, uh, I think our hope would be that that we're laying out as clearly as we can. What, what it is mm. that we believe in when it comes to the life after this one yeah. and that maybe that would be an encouragement to you and a, yeah. a, something that you might want to talk about or, yeah, or right. we'll get into more.
0: That's right because yeah. that's an essential question for anybody who's exploring is well like what's the difference? That's yeah. the question we're asking and is it worth it? Yeah, And you know if this stuff is real and, and Peter would say he's basing it on the fact of the resurrection yeah. that he saw because of that resurrection, he's come to believe in the what's promised ahead because of what he's seen already. Yeah. If it's real, it is so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth, and it's so worth figuring out what you actually believe about this yes. stuff. Yes. Because to be able to hope in this now, you know, you want to, you want to have that change of perspective that we talked about people who go through suffering. They have this change of perspective. They begin to ask the big questions. They, they, have this strength of character that sometimes we don't have you know we don't want to wait until suffering comes Mm. to gain that perspective do we yeah and to be equipped with a perspective like this before suffering hits yes that would be pretty amazing
1: yeah yeah and that that is the perfect cue up for our what's next question because here's what i wrote down as the what's next practice yeah gratitude is what i wrote down okay so that I mean, people will be listening to this who are right in the midst of suffering and pain mm. and, and so on. And, you know, our hearts go go out to you if that's your position. Our prayers go out to you if you need our help, if we can mm. be helping anyway, people can get in, in contact uh, with us. If we're not going through that right now, then sadly, inevitably, life mm. will do that to us. Mm. So in the here and now, practicing gratitude, I think is a really important Um, uh, um, kind of tool Mm. uh, or discipline that sets us up and will help us when things come further down the the road. So, you know, what's next? Why don't, first thing in the morning, Mm. every day, why don't you write down, note down, just or have it in your mind, Mm. three things that you're grateful for today. Um, And uh, I think that's a habit that Mm. we can build into our lives. Mm. I think gratitude is an amazing antidote to so much of the stress the worry the anxiety the pain that we experience in our lives um so practice gratitude yeah. is my what's next from today that's
0: good. that's good and then even even if we're in a season where it, we can't find the things to list mm. there are we can practice being grateful for the promises yeah. of what will be yeah so what are the three promises yeah. you are grateful that if you have come to believe it, God? Yeah. What are the three promises that you're grateful that God has given you about what is stored up for you yeah. in the future?
1: Yeah. And again, if you're not a person of faith, yes. I I would, I, I was about to say, I bet you, when I, I'm almost willing to do, to do that, to say if you started listing three things you're grateful for, you might not be grateful to God for them because that's not where you are. It will change and transform your outlook on life. I have no doubt about that. So this is something that all of us can do, um, regardless of where we would say we were on our faith journey, I think.
0: Great i'm gonna crack on with that good good well thank you so much for listening to another episode and uh we'll be back with another one and um yeah well let's keep going on this journey of figuring out what hope we have in heaven what it what difference it makes right now and uh yeah wherever you're listening we hope you have a great day and practice those gratitude habits great
1: thanks becky thanks
0: Chris.